It's Thursday, October 26, 2017. There's a lot that's head-scratching about this contract. Tiny Montana Company's mysterious $300 million contract to repair Puerto Rico's electric grid. A bleak picture of the economic cost of climate change. GAO reports climate disasters have already cost U.S. taxpayers $350 billion. I appreciate and I respect both sides of the science. Trump's U.S. ambassador to Canada invents new form of climate denial. Plus, we're going to get more and more of these extreme events. On the fifth anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, new study warns no U.S. city is prepared for climate change impacts. Hey, happy anniversary. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I've cut more regulations in nine months than any president has cut during the entire term that they're in. Dump anything you want into the drinking water, because you know what they say, when life hands you paint thinner, make people drink paint thinner aid. Don't give me any ideas. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, still trying to make sense of this really strange, really bizarre story from Puerto Rico and Whitefish, Montana. Yes, congressional lawmakers are calling for a review of a huge $300 million contract that was awarded to a tiny two-year-old Montana company, Whitefish Energy Holdings, to repair Puerto Rico's electric grid without a competitive bidding process and despite its lack of experience handling such massive projects. They had only two people there when they got this project, right? That's right. So, Desi, you and I could have done that contract for... $150 $150 million. <laughs> Easily. FEMA and the Army Corps of Engineers say they were surprised by the unusual arrangement. Whitefish has links to Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke being located in his hometown, but the Interior Department denied any involvement. The Puerto Rico Power Authority, PREPA, said Whitefish had already bid on reconstruction after Hurricane Irma and were the fastest to respond. Now, Whitefish isn't the only small company getting an unusually massive contract for Puerto Rico, Cobra Acquisitions of Oklahoma, the home state of Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt, also signed a $200 million contract to repair the island's electric grid. Home state of Zinke, home state of Pruitt, $500 million between them. Total coincidence, I assume. Puerto Rico Governor Ricardo Rosseo has defended the contract, but on Wednesday he said his administration will review PREPA's contracting practices. Good. On Wednesday, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Financial Oversight Board that's overseeing Puerto Rico's financial crisis is installing an emergency manager over the island's electric utility with the explicit goal of fully privatizing the public power company. Former Puerto Rico Power Commissioner Ramon Cruz tells the Green News Report, quote, This decision is unfortunate. What Puerto Rico needs is more transparency in the decision-making process about its future, not an unelected board. Meanwhile, October 29th marks the fifth anniversary of Superstorm Sandy at a thousand miles wide, the largest hurricane ever recorded in the Atlantic Ocean that caused the worst flooding in New York and New Jersey state history and one of the most expensive weather disasters ever to hit the United States. A new study published this week concludes that Sandy-like catastrophic floods are likely to become much more frequent due to rising sea levels and will do that soon, projecting that, for example, costly floods that now strike 
strike the New York City area once every 25 years could hit once every five years by Mm. 2040. And they warn, no U.S. coastal city is prepared. And now a report by the nonpartisan Government Accountability Office released this week warns that failure to confront climate change has already cost taxpayers more than $350 billion over the last decade. How much? $350 billion in 10 years. Paid in direct disaster aid, crop insurance, floods, wildfires, and repairs to federal infrastructure caused by weather disasters that scientists concluded were worsened by climate change. Yeah, but ExxonMobil stock is up. The GAO projects that the burden on taxpayers will grow rapidly by mid-century. The GAO says there are uncertainties in its predictions, but it's known for being quite conservative in its estimates. So it turns out it's actually more expensive to not act on climate change. As you have told us. And finally, despite the GAO's warning, the Trump administration is doubling down on climate science denial. New U.S. ambassador to Canada and former Republican fundraiser Kelly Kraft, who happens to be married to a billionaire coal baron, (laughs) tried out a new stance on climate denial in an interview with the CBC. I believe there are sciences that are both on both sides that are accurate. Both sides have, you know, they have their own um, results from their studies, and and I appreciate and I respect both sides of the science. (laughs) So this woman thinks there's good evidence that the Earth is both flat and round. Both sides. Well done. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. (laughs) 